0: Hi guys welcome back to typically peachy i hope that everyone is having an amazing day If it's thursday for you oh my gosh congratulations you've made it through the week you're almost to the weekend for me right now it is not thursday because i am pre-recording this and i'm pre-recording because when you guys hear this i will be in london that's what's new with me i'm going to london you guys Kind of last minute official decision, but I'm going for my sister's graduation. She's graduating from grad school. I'm so proud of her and my whole family is going to go and support her. It's going to be a great time. I'm so excited to see her, to see everybody in my family, and of course to be in London. I've never been to London, but it is a place that I've always wanted to go to so, so badly. I feel like I would love it the city, the fashion, the lifestyle, I think me and London would get along very, very well. I'm also excited because I'm going during the holiday season, so I'm expecting a lot of beautiful lights, festivities all around. I'm very excited, and of course, I will report back to you guys once that trip is over. But for now, current day Emma is getting ready to go, packing things up, figuring out how to best pack for this trip because it's not very long, but I'm going to a place where I definitely want to look cute, dress in style, bring some really fun stuff, but of course leave a little room for some things that I potentially could want to bring back home with me. So we'll get into some of my packing thoughts, how I'm doing with the whole process a little bit later, but before we do that, there's a little bit more that's new with me. I feel like I'm truly figuring out the places that I like to go in Chicago. It is kind of a shame that I'm leaving again. I feel like I keep bouncing around one place to another and not being able to spend a substantial amount of time here in Chicago. But after this London trip, I will be here for a while. But the things that I have been able to do while I've been here have been so, so fun. This past weekend, I was just roaming around the city. I walked by the water. I've gotten lost a few times, which is hard to believe because I always use GPS on my phone. But some way or another, I get lost around here, but I find my way back, and I always find something really, really memorable along the way. So I've been having a great time getting lost in the city, and it's just been really fun to explore. We've also been decorating so much more. I can't wait to share more of my favorites with you guys. I'm going to wait to do that until we have things fully laid out. Things are even more how I want them. So until then, I'm slowly building my collection, making the place homier than ever, and of course, we have been trying to make it incredibly festive here. So that's all been really, really fun. That's really all that's new with me, so let's get right into what's hot. First up on the list this week, according to Business of Fashion, Nike tries to ban imports of Adidas knit shoes, accusing it of copying designs. Business of Fashion writes, Nike Inc. is asking a U.S. trade agency to block imports of a wide range of Adidas AG print knit shoes, saying they copy the Oregon company's patented inventions for a knitted fabric that reduces waste without any loss in performance. The complaint, filed last week at the International Trade Commission in Washington, seeks to ban imports of shoes, including Adidas by Stella McCartney UltraBoost, Boost, Pharrell Williams Superstar Prime Knit Shoes, and T-rex free hiker hiking shoes. Nike also filed a patent infringement suit in federal court in Oregon, making similar allegations. The patents cover Nike's Flyknit technology, which uses specialized yarn from recycled and reclaimed materials to create a sock-like fit in the upper part of the shoe. Nike said it was a result of more than $100 million and a decade of research, almost all done in the US, and, quote, represents the first major technology innovation in footwear uppers in decades. Nike said in a court filing, unlike Nike, Adidas has foregone independent innovation. Instead, Adidas spent the past decade unsuccessfully challenging several of Nike's patents directed to Flyknit technology, all while using Nike's patented technology without permission. Nike said it was, quote, forced to bring this action to defend its investments in innovation protect its technology by halting adidas unauthorized use adidas said it's analyzing the complaint and quote will defend ourselves against the allegations mandy nieber and adidas spokeswoman commented our prime knit technology resulted from years of dedicated research and shows our commitment to sustainability a little bit more on the civil suit it accuses adidas of infringement of six patents and three others related to fly knit technology It seeks unspecified damages and asks that any award be tripled for the intentional copying. It's also seeking an order to halt sales. What a crazy story. The Business of Fashion also does point out that Nike has been aggressive in protecting its Flyknit and other shoe innovations. A different lawsuit against Puma was settled in January of 2020, and one against Skechers was settled in November. So clearly, Nike is very much trying to protect their innovation. I know little to nothing about the laws surrounding these issues, but I do think that it's a very, very interesting conversation. Just even to think about, so many of these brands have similar products to one another. Those that are in the same space, there's a ton of overlap. So it really does not surprise me that things like this happen frequently. I do think it becomes a larger conversation when it's well-renowned brands like Nike and Adidas because it's almost like a battle of the brands. And I feel like both have a very loyal customer base. Like I know people that are Nike stands that they will not shop anything but, and I know people on the other side that will shop nothing but Adidas. So I kind of feel like cases like this rile people up even further, especially if they're a part of those stand Maybe not, maybe nobody really cares. I'm most interested to see how this actually pans out if under the court of law, Adidas knit shoes are actually deemed as copying the designs of Nike. I guess we'll see. It's one thing, fashion inspiring fashion, straight copywriting. That's where it gets very, very messy, but also very blurred lines. I don't envy the teams working on this. This seems very messy, especially because designs are personal. So you know, it's like one brand accusing the other. There are people behind those designs. So I can only imagine what those conversations are at both Nike and Adidas right now. Adidas is probably like, as if we would copy your designs, we're being original here. And Nike's probably like, how in the world can you copy our designs and think that you wouldn't get away with it? Who knows who's right? Time will tell. Hopefully we'll get an update sometime soon. Cause I wanna see how this pans out. Next up for what's hot, according to hypebeast.com, Instagram confirms return of chronological feed in 2022. The social media platform confirmed the return with a brief statement on Twitter, adding that users will be given the choice of whether or not they want to scroll through their feed in this order. Instagram said, quote, We want people to have meaningful control over their experience. We've been experimenting with favorites, a way for you to decide whose posts you want to see higher up and we're working on another option to see posts from people you follow in chronological order. We want to be clear that we're creating new options, providing people with more choices so they can decide what works best for them, not switching everyone back to a chronological feed. You can expect more on this early next year." Ending it with an exclamation point. They're very excited about this, apparently. Hypebeast further reports on this story saying that head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri, first revealed the news during a recent Senate hearing where he explained that the feature has been in the works for months and that they are targeting the first quarter of next year. Earlier this June, Mosseri shared in a blog post that it was, quote, impossible for most people to see everything, let alone all the posts they cared about, with Instagram's chronological feed. And Gadget adds, however, that the platform has since received more backlash for its algorithm, especially towards teenagers and its younger users. Very interesting story. I think that Instagram is very much one of those platforms that they give us stuff that is new and we're like, why is this here? And then it becomes more staple, people actually like it, people think that it's more useful. But at the same time, there are still elements of the platform that people find very frustrating and I do think that they really take customer feedback. People spoke out, they said that they wanted the chronological feedback, and here you go, 2022, you can have it back. I will though be very interested to see if with the choice, people actually wanna turn it back to chronological. I personally don't know. I guess I probably would do chronological, but sometimes it is nice to just bring the people that you wanna see to the front of your feed. I do like to keep up with the people that I follow on Instagram, but it can be a lot. I feel like nobody actually speaks to everybody that they follow on Instagram, regardless of like the celebrity aspect of it, I'm sure everyone follows celebrities or designers that they like or brands, but I'm talking about people that you actually know in some capacity in person. I think most people follow people that they do not talk to. And I think that's fine. I think that's a good way to still see what's happening in people's lives even if you don't speak to them anymore. But if one of my best friends is posting something, I definitely want to make sure that I see their thing first. So I don't know. Personally, maybe I'll change it back to chronological just to see, but if it gets to the point where I'm not even seeing my best friends post anymore because there is just an overwhelming amount of content out there, then maybe I'll change it back. Another story where time will tell, but regardless, I think bringing back the option is what people want. So thank you, Instagram, for bringing it back. All right, guys, that's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good. First up, a movie that I actually saw a couple weeks ago, but I haven't brought it up because we had some special episodes, so I'm bringing it up now. That movie is King Richard. Here's your summary. Armed with a clear vision and a brazen 78-page plan, Richard Williams is determined to write his two daughters, Venus and Serena, into history. Training on tennis courts in Compton, California, Richard shapes the girls' unyielding commitment and keen intuition. Together, the Williams family defies seemingly insurmountable odds and the prevailing expectations laid before them. Pretty good summary for this one. Sometimes it's kind of hit or miss, but I liked that one. King Richard is played by Will Smith and I think that he does a phenomenal job. Serena is played by Demi Singleton and Venus is played by Senea Sidney. They both did incredible and their mom, who was also fantastic, was played by Anjanue Ellis. Really great cast. I feel like this was a very fun way to tell this story, focusing on their dad, Him as a coach, him as a person, him feeling like there was a right way to get them to the top. The portrayal of him was that he literally did have a step-by-step plan, an unwavering step-by-step plan, to turn them into incredible stars. These two, as we know, they're phenomenal athletes. But to show the story of how they were brought up, the steps that they took that were completely different then the steps that other people that reached insane stardom took at that time. They had a very different path and I think it was really interesting to kind of hear him explain why that path was different and why they were taking those steps because they weren't like other athletes. Their circumstances were completely different and them getting to the top held such a different meaning. I think it was a really great film and it's kind of a unique thing To do a story like this when them as individuals are still very much topical in our society. Also just want to point out that a very cool thing about this story is that both Venus and Serena gave notes on the script and they did show up to set a few times. So just being able to have an element of truth in there and knowing that it's true because it's coming from the people whose story is being written about, very cool, very unique thing. We don't get that all the time. I also think this is probably just the beginning of their story shown in film form because this very much focused on their dad and the influence that he had on them. But I think their individual story, their story as sisters, their story being brought up together, their story being in the limelight together, that's a whole other thing that could be expanded way, way more. So I'm sure that we will see multiple other movies in the future about these sisters and I will definitely be here for it because if there is one thing that I love more than an inspirational true story, it is one that involves family dynamics because you guys know how I feel about siblings. Siblings supporting siblings and reaching great heights together is probably one of my favorite things to watch. So I'm here for it. I'm waiting for the next one. If you wanna check this movie out for yourself, you can watch it on HBO Max, and I do believe it is being shown in some theaters as well. So whether you wanna venture out to the movie theater or just spend a night in at home with some popcorn and candy on your couch, this movie will definitely entertain. Again, it's called King Richard. Next up for what's good, because I'm traveling, I thought I would share just a couple things that I will be traveling with this time around going to London. First up is something that I was gifted last year for my birthday. I'm absolutely obsessed with it and I will preface this by saying, this is very much a splurge item. It's very, very nice. It is a bricks suitcase. These are Italian made. You can tell because they're gorgeous. The one that I have is cream and the detailing on it is in the color cognac. It's really beautiful. It's the carry-on size so I can take it with me everywhere. Luggage is the kind of thing that I think that if you want to invest in really nice luggage, you're probably going to have it forever. So it's one of those kind of investment pieces for yourself, especially if you're able to travel a fair amount. I will also say that this brand does occasionally have sales So if you see them online and it matches your personal style, look out for the sales. And maybe if you have someone that you wanna splurge on this year, this could be something really good for the holidays. You know, if you just wanna go all out for somebody, travel items I think are so fun. And they make the cutest stuff now, guys. It doesn't hurt to have a little style when you walk through the airport either. It just gives you a new sense of confidence. I don't know if anybody else feels that way but if I like what I'm wearing, I like the bag that I'm bringing, I have headphones on, I'm walking through that airport, that's a confidence booster for sure. You just, for that one second, look like you have your life put together. Another item that I travel with a lot, I'm definitely gonna botch the pronunciation, but the Raven backpack. The Swedish brand of backpacks, the one with the little fox on it. I love those backpacks so much. They look like kind of a small backpack from the outside, but they fit so much stuff in there. Trust me, I have tested the limits like no other. I have been able to fit two laptops, so many chargers, a Kindle, a makeup bag, a sweatshirt, snacks, other things that I can't even think of right now. I've shoved so much into that backpack and it has not broken, it's still standing and I'm so grateful for it. So if you don't have one, even if you need a new backpack for school or work or traveling, definitely highly recommend it. The last item for what's good, not a specific brand, but just something that's very useful to bring to an airport with you, are plug-in over-the-ear headphones. Some of you at this moment may be like, Emma, why would I get plug-in headphones? And why would i get over the ear plug-in headphones? the reasoning you guys is because over the ear headphones i feel like just feel better you can wear them for longer without your ears hurting and the plug-in aspect when you're on a plane if you want to watch a movie you need to have plug-in headphones that's something that i always forget and then you have to purchase them if you don't have them So don't forget to bring in plug-in ones if the plane that you're going on is going to have TVs or if you just think that they might have TVs because sometimes they feel like you don't know. And then you get on the plane and they have TVs and you weren't expecting them and then you're not prepared. So be prepared. And if you have ones that go over the ears, just bring them. I feel like they feel better, no? I don't know, but I'm doing that from now on. All right, guys, last up for what's good, of course, your songs. Coming in hot this week with three songs. First, Kings and Queens by Ava Max, I have been running to this song so much, it's a great one to get the blood pumping. Next, Alien by Galantis, Lucas and Steve, and Alira, another pump-up song. And lastly, a song that just made sense for this week, it was on New Music Friday and it's really beautiful, it's called London by Rabel and Cam. That's it for what's good, let's get right into need-to-know basis because like I alluded to in the what's new section of this podcast, I'm packing for London and I'm trying to figure out the absolute best way to do that because this is kind of a short trip you guys, so I have to be realistic with myself. What am I actually going to wear? And also, what can I legitimately fit into my carry-on bag because that's all that I'm taking. And I hope to leave a little bit of room so that I can bring some small, memorable things home with me. So I thought, you know what, I'm revisiting all of these tips for myself. I may as well share them on this episode. So here we go. Tip number one for packing more efficiently. Some space savers, if you will. Put your socks and underwear and any small items in your pockets. Okay, so you're gonna have pants that you're probably bringing or a jacket or something. Put those small items in pockets. They don't need to take up more space with the designated spot in the suitcase. Put it in other clothes as much as possible. You can even put it in the sleeves of a sweatshirt or a sweater. Get crafty with it. Next tip, roll your clothes. This is something that is actually a game changer If you just throw your clothes in there, or even if you fold them, that takes up way more space. Roll them up, guys. And another tip to go along with that, roll them up within each other. If you have like two shirts and a sweater and a sweatshirt, roll them up all into one. As long as the bundle doesn't get too big, it always saves space that way. A packing tip in general take very versatile things that you can layer to change the outfit easily really try to make every single item able to be paired with at least two other things so every shirt should at least make two outfits every pair of pants the same thing jackets especially something that i have a very hard time with because i am a jacket fanatic i love all of my jackets But when you're traveling and you're traveling lightly, you gotta choose. So pack one that goes with the most stuff. Going along with that tip, plan your outfits ahead of time. This is something that I struggle with a lot because even though I plan outfits ahead of time, I think to myself, but what if I wanna wear this outfit or this outfit or this outfit? Really try to picture the scenarios that you are going to be in on this trip, especially if it's a short trip There are only a couple scenarios that you're going to be in. So really try to think ahead of time what you will want to wear in that situation. Think about your tried and true. Think about the things that you know look good on you. Bring what you're sure about. And even if you want to bring an outfit that's a little more bold, that's out there, totally fine. Just then commit to wearing it. If you bring it, you have to wear it. That's something that I am so trying to stick to. I did not live by this rule when I went to St. Martin, and I definitely paid the price. I had to have my boyfriend bring things back for me and my sister. I'm trying to get better too, guys. Another tip I have, bring a small bag for dirty clothes that you can keep in your suitcase. It's so nice to just have that on hand so that you don't have to have your clean clothes meshing with your dirty clothes when you're traveling. Another thing to keep things fresh and clean, put dryer sheets in your suitcase and also in your backpack. Such an easy move that just keeps things nicer. A tip that's gonna save you time and energy when you get to wherever you're trying to get to, put whatever you wanna wear next at the top. This may be tougher if you get in during the day and you wanna switch your outfit, but especially if you arrive somewhere at night, put whatever you wanna sleep in at the top so that you're not rummaging through your stuff just to find what you want, and then by that point, you've made a huge mess right away. I have 1000% done this before and regretted it so much that I didn't just put the thing that I wanted to sleep in on top. Another thing, I mentioned that I'm just bringing a carry-on bag. In my opinion, it makes the whole check-in process a lot easier if you're able to do that I know for longer trips, it is very nice to check a bag because you can bring a bigger bag and more stuff, but a quick trip, I would really suggest just trying to bring a carry-on bag. That way, if travel plans get shifted or anything crazy happens, you have your bag with you. One that I also just thought of that's just a PSA because I feel like people forget these so often and then it's so frustrating, pack your sunglasses. I feel like for some reason, sunglasses are always so forgettable, but then you kick yourself for not having them. Bring your sunglasses. Another thing about that versatility that I was talking about earlier, bring accessories that also go with every outfit. So that goes for a purse, that goes for jewelry. Again, think about those looks, think about those color schemes. Is your purse or the bag that you're bringing gonna go with all your outfits? If yes, bring it if no probably want to skip it for a short trip a tip that i feel like a dad would always tell you or something but one that is very very helpful is to get everything organized before you go to the airport check that you have those sunglasses check that you have your passport your boarding pass in a very easy and accessible way because it kind of sucks to get to the airport and then to be scrambling trying to find everything and having each item be in a different place. Just put it in one centralized location. Personally, I love bringing a fanny pack. You guys already know I've talked about them on multiple episodes, but traveling with a fanny pack is game-changing. Everything's just right in front of you, easy access. A tip for your toiletries, all your mini-sized toiletries, assuming that you're bringing a carry-on, you need mini sizes for all of them make sure that you put them all in one place. Because if you do have to take them out of your bag when you go through security, you don't want them to be in five different locations. That is very stressful. Trust me, I've been there. Another one that I feel like your dad would tell you to do, but very useful again, take a picture of your documents just in case. Especially traveling now with all the precautions put in place. If you have a vaccine card, if you have a negative COVID test result, your passport, your boarding pass even, just have an extra copy of it somehow, even if it's just within your pictures, just for peace of mind. It's a lot of things to keep track of. I guess a tip that kind of goes along with that, because there's a lot of different regulations right now, make sure to check what needs to be done before you get on the plane. I told you guys, me and my sister's story with St. Martin, it was a whole fiasco. So just check the requirements ahead of time so you're not in a situation where you're scrambling at the gate. Not a fun thing. And my last tip that I can think of right now, maybe there will be more after my inevitable flaws in packing this time. We can't do it perfectly every time, guys, but we can definitely try. My last tip, try to wear the things that take up the most space. So for instance, if you're packing one pair of shoes and wearing one pair of shoes, wear the ones that would take up more space in the bag. Same with coats and sweatshirts. If you want to bring like a heavier sweatshirt, but you're finding that it's just taking up way too much space in your bag, wear it on the airplane. Airplanes I find are always colder than you think they're going to be, so layering is a win-win. I have many times on many planes worn multiple layers because my bag didn't quite fit in the overhead space. So I've been there, I would like to not repeat that extreme, but in a lesser version of that, you can wear things that will definitely free up some space in your bag, and hopefully leave room for some of those new items that you are undoubtedly going to find on your vacation. That's all I got for you guys. Those are all my tips. I hope that they help you. I honestly hope that they help me right now, because I am about to go pack for this trip that future Thursday Emma is currently on. So I'm going to go get to that. I can't wait to recap it all for you guys once I get back. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that you're feeling the festivities all around you. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. If you're going on a vacation for the holidays, pack smarter, not harder. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.